and welcome back to a live, another live recording of the Boss Life with Bonds. I'm your host, Coach Bonnie. And what a transitional season like we are in. And it's not just one that I'm experiencing on my own because I believe that we're all connected. Uh, for those of us that have like awakened that part of ourselves, that the the less physical, right? The non-physical, the, the, the mental, right? The spiritual. For those of us that are awakened to our spiritual side, who are in touch with our intuition and who are just really focused on moving the needle in our lives, like we tend to experience things at the same time. Um, that's what the word collective means. So anywho, I'm in such a growth transition, like I'm, I'm physically, mentally, and almost emotionally exhausted by the levels of growth that are being presented to me, but it's everything that I've asked for. And if you can relate to that, um, I would love to hear, like, what are you dealing with right now? What are some of the, the transitions that you're experiencing? How is that affecting you? Because I would just love to hear um, just, you know, what, what people are going through because we are all so connected and we get so easily disconnected when we think that we are the only person going through something. So my intention with today's quick podcast, because I have a call in about 30 minutes, is to share something with you that will hopefully uh, help you realize you're not alone and help you lean into these uncomfortable aspects of our lives that have the most potent potential for change and transformation. So with that said, the title of today's podcast is What's the Worst That Could Happen? And real quick, before I dive in, I just want to ask, you know, if you're here watching with me live, what are you most afraid of? Question of the day, what are you most afraid of? This is a very powerful question. So powerful, in fact, um, that it was the first question that I asked my client on the, our coaching call today as we started an introduction to shadow work. Now, in case you don't watch my stories, which if you don't, you're sleeping, but shadow work is such a powerful, powerful tool. Now, I'll give you a brief description of what it is. When we think of light work, we think of the healing work. We think of, uh, you know, meditation. We think of journaling. We think of affirmations, manifesting, um, you know, inner childhood wounds, which could also be considered like sort of dark work too. Whatever. Um, love and light, right, is where most of us want to hang out. We wake up. We realize, oh my gosh, there's so much more that I can do. That there's so much more in life, and it's like happy and it's bubbly and it feels good. And you're that annoying friend that's always positive, or you're that annoying friend that's always working out and. Girl, you need to eat better and girl you need to leave him like that's all cute fun well great love it that's where most people hang out at and that's where most people stay problem is is that you are a complex human being and you are not just love and light there's a lot of darkness within you and i don't mean like the concept of original sin that comes from christianity that's someone talking about i mean that we all have that the law of polarity right lets us know that if there is darkness then there is lightness if there is good, then there is bad. If there is slow, then there is fast. Those are just fundamental laws of the universe. And for whatever reason, when it comes to personal development, healing, growth, all of those things, we tend to only focus on the stuff that feels good, the love and the light, the light work, because who wouldn't want to focus on this stuff? You know, it's not fun going into dark places, whether we mean in the 3D, like in the world, like going to a homeless shelter or someplace like Skid Row, which is top of mind because I just got back from California um, or uh, political activism like oh my god that's too much let's just this is love and light thoughts and prayers and keep our distance keep it safe right yeah stay positive 
And the problem with that is that it connects you from such an integral part of your person, of your whole. Uh, shadow work is the art of going within and facing that side, the side of you that's not love and light, butterflies, sunshine and rainbows, because it serves a purpose. I want you to think about every dark moment in your life and the beauty that came from it. Ladies, that 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 uh, hour or hours that you spent in labor was like hell on earth. And then you got this little angel of a baby, right? Some of us, some of the greatest stories that we hear from people are about how they had to fall flat on their face, get humiliated, everything fell apart, and it got built back up again. And so we have a tendency to resist things that scare us, that make us uncomfortable, when those are the things that give us the biggest agent for change. So you know I like to kind of make my lives and my podcast like an interactive workshop. So if you haven't already, or if you're just tuning in, stop and ask yourself, what am I the most afraid of? Because this powerful question launched such a catalyst in my client's life that we have so much more to work with now. We have so much more that we can zoom in on with her to get to the root of the problems. So I asked her, what is your biggest fear? And she told me what it was. And from there, I was able to continue to ask her questions that help us illuminate the cracks in the foundation of her mindset and in her life. So I'm going to tell you about my embarrassing moment or something that I'm afraid of. I'm always afraid of being embarrassed. Um, or humiliated. I've been embarrassed plenty in my life. I've been humiliated plenty in my life. You'd think I'd be over it, but like there's so much trauma around embarrassment, humiliation, that I used to go out of my way to make sure that other people weren't embarrassed. So if somebody did something awkward, I'd either ignore it or I would like make a distraction so that they didn't have to feel the brunt of that embarrassment. Um, personally, what I would do when I'm embarrassed is I, I just freeze and just kind of disconnect and disassociate. And that became a pattern that I did all of the time. And I can see now how it has not served me. Um, I can see a long time ago, but this was illuminated, right? So think about it. What area uh, or what is the thing that you're most afraid of happening in your life? Okay, you have that in your head? Okay, well, here goes mine. Being embarrassed. At the Cali conference, uh, by let me tell the story and I'll come back to it. At the Cali conference, the original reason why I was flying out to Cali was to accompany my mentor and to one, make get connected with other women of color, women in general in the tech space, and then also to get some really good like footage of him traveling, and then also me to get some more content. And then also I promised myself two weeks off a quarter as CEO, because if I don't take that time off, then I will run myself into the ground. So it was about time, so we did it. <sighs> Um, I was a virtual presenter because I know a lot of people have been asking. I presented, I created a live training on Lead Like a Goddess that was shown in their virtual summit around the clock every 15 minutes. And I actually made some connections with people who watched it and reached out to me on LinkedIn like, hey, we watched your presentation. That was amazing. So it was awesome to be able to meet those people in person during the summit. So that was dope. Okay, so my mentor is presenting now. I've got my MacBook, I've got his flash drive, and I'm gonna hook it up so that he can have his slides. Well, when we were hooking it up, for whatever reason, it was mirroring the screen. I forgot to use the screen mirror feature, right? And it put my home screen on the thing for everyone who came to see his speech, his presentation could see. You're probably thinking, what's the big deal? Well, my home screen on my computer is my vision board. And my vision board has all kinds of like 
just think of me, right? Think of me with all my purple and my pretty and my hearts and my light and love. Yep, yep. And just all the things that I want to accomplish this year, all the key phrases that I want to say. And it happened once for a split second. I saw, I panicked, I pulled the plug. I was like, oh my gosh, that's embarrassing. But it was time for him to present. So we had to keep trying, which means I had to keep putting the flash drive in and hooking it up to my computer and not understanding why it just kept showing all of my personal goals on there. Now, this is, it was super embarrassing to me for the fact that I'm in a room full of women who are like, you know, multi-million dollar tech founders, people who are very influential in their spaces, people who I could possibly be wanting to reach out to, to see if they'd be interested in working together. And in front of them, they got to see all of my hopes and all of my dreams. And that made me extremely, extremely self-conscious to the point where I froze up again. Like once we realized it wasn't working, someone else came up and they made a joke like, oh, this is why we don't like apples. It's a MacBook. And I couldn't even respond or joke back with them because I was in that freeze moment. And I was just like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. This is so embarrassing. And what I had to learn from that or what I did learn from that, what I was reminded of um, is how there's nothing that I need to hide. There's nothing about me that I need to be ashamed of. And that as I continue to show up more authentically, I bring the right people in. I feel like that embarrassing moment had to happen so that I could really, really lean into that. And as I was talking with my client today about what are the things that she's most afraid of, I challenged her and I said, well, what if that does happen, then what? And she got very quiet and it was a very serious fear that she had, nothing that should be taken lightly. And one of the things I like to do to mind fuck my clients is I'm like, okay, so what if that does happen? What does that mean? It's essentially my way of saying, well, will you die? And from there, we're able to work backwards. She's like, okay, well, if that does happen, then this will happen. And if that does happen, then this will happen. And from there, we're able to depict how if that is what happens, then isn't it exactly what you need to become the version of you that you say you wanna be? Isn't everything in life a mirror or a teacher? Because this is something that we believe. If you don't believe this, I would probably not be a good coach for you. You're gonna come in and think that everything does not happen for a reason. There's gonna be very little that we can accomplish together. But she thought about it. I'm like, let's say that worst case scenario incident happens. And then this does happen, and then what? Right? That gives you what? A new opportunity, right? All obstacles are opportunities. I took it a step further and was like, okay, so if this is exactly what happens, right? life will become more complex was one of the things that she said. She'd feel defeated, sad, and disappointed. And I asked her, have you ever felt defeated, sad, or disappointed in your life before? She said, yeah. I said, again, basically, did you die? The answer was no. And I said, what did it do for you in the past? Aha, uh -huh, it made you who you are today. So knowing that we have survived 100% of the things that life has thrown at us, our biggest fears 
are exactly what we need to overcome to become the version of ourselves. And if we spend our entire lives worried about something bad happening when often that bad thing is what we need to be the catalyst to get us into the next stage, we end up hindering our own growth. After my goals were displayed for the whole room to see, there's nothing left like to hide. I no longer felt like I had to walk around like perfect Bonnie or that I had something to prove. It's like everybody knows where I'm at in my business. Everybody knows where I'm at um, in my journey. So at this point, there's nothing to do but just be fucking Bonnie. And I tell you what, it felt good the next day to show up to the conference in like more relaxed clothing, right? It felt good to be out and about and to not feel like I have to feel like, you know, I'm just as, as a corporate and professional as these women knowing damn good and well my idea of you know, a good day is, is lifting weights and walking around the house in my sweats, you know? That embarrassing moment reminded me that I have nothing to hide and nothing to be ashamed of. Not just in that room, but in life. Because when I move forward with shame, when I move forward feeling like I have to hide any aspect of myself, I'm not only doing a disservice to the collective, right? All of the women who need to hear and see me living my most authentic, embodied, expansive version of myself, I also do myself a disservice by telling her, hey, that version of you, that's embarrassing. Hey, that version of you, people aren't ready for it. That version of you, people won't accept. This is the very essence of what shadow work is. Because now that I have gone through that, now that I have been reminded of this experience, I'm one, a little more empathetic with people when I see them having technical difficulty, because I'll always remember that day that my goals, hopes, and dreams were on display for a room full of people that I didn't know. I'm always reminded that, sorry, my dog started making some really interesting noises and I lost track. But I'm reminded that there's nothing to be afraid of, you know, than fear itself, because I didn't die. Um, I feel like there's nothing that anyone could say that would really embarrass me anymore. And because of that, I'm able to show up more authentically and more of me. So that is my, my message for you guys today about what's the worst that can happen, when it happens, how to respond, and what you can learn from it. So what can you expect to see from Bonnie? What can you expect to see from mind and body now in light of that revelation? Well, number one. Um, you guys have noticed I'm slowly moving my social media names to Siobhan because the piece of us that we reject is usually the piece of us that has the most potential for what? For transformation, for growth, for like all the things that we want. And my whole life, I've wanted nothing more to just blend in and not stick out. I already stuck out as being one of the only black kids in my class. I already stuck out because of all those reasons. So I just wanted to blend in. And Siobhan was just another reason for me to stand out and not be normal. Well, I'm in a season now where I'm like, oh, fucking well, this is who I am. This is my first name. Um, and I'm going to lead into that more. You can also expect for me to stop. Um, and I didn't realize I was doing this. But letting go of this ideal coach that has to have it all figured out. Like if you watch my journey last year, I started out strong. Like I'm this mindset coach. I'm not a business coach anymore. And I'm blah, blah, blah. And that's great. But like. I could have always just stayed Bonnie, who was a fitness coach, who's a master at helping people with their mindset, like fuck, or always just stayed the life coach who happens to be a fitness coach. But I was so worried about what would what would happen that I went through such a period of confusion. 
So I'm here to show you that when you just embrace all of you and not feel like you have to compartmentalize yourself, it's like fucking gold. So if you go on my Instagram right now, instead of me trying to squeeze the transformational work that I do with people into a fucking bubble that says, oh, I help women age 30 and up lose 30 pounds in 30 days, or oh, I help women, like, I don't, my, my, the work that I do is not specific for one type of woman, right? The work that I do looks different with each woman because I'm a life coach. So I put it in my bio, the no niche life coach, right? And I put some things about myself that might help other women feel more seen. I put that I'm a mom of 22 years, something you wouldn't be able to tell if you look at my profile, people think I'm in my 20s. I put um, that I'm bisexual and that I'm an ordained minister and that I'm a gym rat and that I'm a hippie. Me embracing all of those aspects of me and not acting like I have to show up as the ideal coach has been one of the most liberating experiences ever. And when I tell you that it is bringing in more of the women that I love to work with and love to connect with, it was literally like magic. So I want you to, before, I, as I wrap up today's podcast, ask yourself, what are you most afraid of? Because I guarantee you, the thing that you're most afraid of is going to be the strongest agent or, or have the strongest potential uh, for change in your life, for transformation. Watch. So that is it for today. I hope that you guys enjoyed today's podcast. You know the deal. Um, like this if you did. Share it with a message to a friend or a message in your story about what you got out of this so that people will know why they should watch it. And if me talking about this sort of work stimulated something within you where you're like, I want to go deeper, for the month of May, we have a sale going on for all of the mindset masterclasses that I've created. You can click the link in bio and the discount code is on the page when you go to May mindset masterclass blowout, whatever. Oh, I have one more thing I want to share with you guys. I pulled a card before I started doing this. It's a beautiful card. It says building blocks. Um, but when I pulled it, it came in the reversed position, which means it has a different meaning. So I'm going to read this for someone and then I'm going to be out. Okay. <sighs> Building blocks. Now is the time to address the cracks in the foundations of your life. Perhaps your values have changed and it's time to strengthen your convictions and let go of the things that no longer serve the vision you have for your life. Or perhaps you chose to ignore the signs that a situation or an agreement you've entered is not right for you. Remove the rotten pieces and reinforce your core moral strength and integrity. Now is the time for rigorous honesty, for you are called to renovate and upgrade your consciousness. You'll be so happy when you do it. Spirit, source energy, God, the universe has a spectacular blueprint for your life far beyond your imagination. So don't be afraid to replace what's not solid. I hope that that resonated with someone. Like I said, be sure to share this with someone that may need this message today. And again, don't forget till the month of May, um, all of my introduction to mindset courses are on sale for the month of May. And I'm so hungry <laughs> that I'm gonna go eat now. Have the best day of your entire lives. I love you guys to the moon and back. I'm gonna get back to podcasting regularly because I genuinely miss this. Uh, so be on the lookout for more of those. Until next time.